Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Tap in, nigga. Log in. Smoke a lot. Radio. We going all in. Tap in, bitch. Log in. Smoke a lot. Radio. We going all in. Tap in. Oh, log in. Smoke a lot. Radio. We going all in. The squad making sure we all win. Smoke a lot radio, we going all in. Silla, I'm the host with the most smoke. Rolling up the most dope. Kato got the most dope. Simone Taylor, keep it sexy for the grown folks. I'm OG, tone low, bouncing on them gold spokes. Smoke, we the number one podcast. Some other shows, all trash. Amber Rose, all ass. Smoke, broadcasting live from the coast. Sick committee with the jokes. Come and get your ass roasted. Kato, phone your nigga, review my foul. How to show up on the net. Two other niggas is clowns. Pulling fuck the niggas. Cars pulling whole skirts up. I'm the king of one line. Y'all got what the fuck? Since we stepped up on the scene, we got the haters' attention. Only bosses on the set. You other niggas is mentioned. For your best for interviews, nigga. Boss up your views, nigga. Fuck your crew, nigga. Who is you? Uh, coming through with the block report. The real spill, cause niggas know I got reports. Uh, about to give you what you're waiting for. Simone, Kato, and Young, we about to take the floor. Back like we never left. Other radio shows, they getting put up on the show. Every time we step out, you know we fresh to death. Here to take our brain today, ain't nothing left. You bitch! <laughs> Hey, hey, who is these niggas? Y'all talking about? They gonna get on smoking lot with they 400 followers, 17 motherfucking view having ass. Fuck, these niggas crazy than a mouth. Fuck. These niggas crazy than a mouth. Fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, Simone, what she got with? Oh my mama. mama. Hey, tap in, nigga, log in. Smoke a lot, radio, we going all in. Hey, the most cool out of smoke, yuck mouth with the motherfucking illest nigga in Nebraska, bitch. Catophonia on my mama. And we are Smoke a Lot Radio, man, and we got a motherfucking legendary guest in the building tonight, man. Y'all make some noise for the legendary MCA in the building, man. Yeah, you know what it do. Like a motherfucker. OG, man. A-Wax. And it's bitch, man. Bitch ass, nigga. Oh, hey, homie, you need some help. Don't get it twisted. Come on, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's an honor. It's a pleasure to man, have you know. in the building, man. You're a legend. You're definitely one of my I'm favorites. I'm glad to be coast. here, man. Smoke a lot. Radio is, is official. You feel me? I got goddamn lighter, man. How you gonna tell me this? right there. Took a nigga lighter. That lighter don't work. Ah, man. Still got See? shit. Oh, no. That's all right. Hold on. Hey, got us. Hey, got us. Hey, man. Congratulations on the new album, too, man. Indeed. Lessons. Yeah, we got we got to kick it off with that. Man. Lessons, yeah, man, in the building. Lessons, man. In Lessons, the building. man. Um, that album is a fucking masterpiece. Good luck. And it, it took me back to We Come Stretch. There you go. I mean, that type of era. Um, I noticed your last album you did with All Cream. This right. album you yeah. did with a mixture of producers. Right. Why did you do this one that way? Well, you know, we got a lot of little young cats right. hungry out there. You know, trying to get ahead. I meet a lot of little young producers. And so, uh, with this project, I just wanted some hungry motherfuckers. Right. Not saying that Primo ain't hungry, but uh, you know, gotta get a little little new up and comers a little shot. You know what I'm saying? They say we be hating on the little youngsters or whatever. It's my opportunity to fuck with up and comers. You know, people that don't got that name. And I feel shit. They be the hungriest sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Was it um, hard to get 
Cause it seems like some of them mastered your sound though. You get to, like they they got that sound that 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 back when I used to be off that half ounce productions and them and them section eight that looks like the one after y'all joint. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker that he, that he was getting them strings and I, now I didn't know those younger producers. You know I thought it was probably you know you just went back to probably the other homies and certainly got the elements. Them what I do is with them cats, I tell them before they start making beats for me, go listen to my shit. Right, right. And go listen to some shit from back in the days. Then go listen to some We Come Strap, some music to drive by. Yeah, yeah, Just get yourself familiar with my sound. That way, when you come produce your shit and you come to me, I won't be like, nah, nah, nah. And and then I try to put my, my hand on it. You feel me? They send me a piece of something. I tell them, add this, add that, take out that and then speed that up a little bit. And you know, they you follow along. They follow yeah. along, yeah. so that's that's official. So that's what I do. I try to come up with motherfuckers that want to work with a motherfucker on the aspect of we got to create that good shit. You know what I'm saying? We got to give them that familiar sound, that error sound, you get me? Bro, you got a speaker to that. You got a dope ass, not only hit list of uh, up and coming producers, but you got Hitters on the album, man. You got Conway the Machine. You got me, Shameless Plug. Yes, Shameless indeed. Plug. You know I mean? You got the chill. You know what I mean? Your homeboy. Yes, you know indeed. I mean? Your right-hand man from day one. And you got everybody else on that motherfucker, man. Davies. You know what I mean? Salute to Davies. Got my young homie Dave on, on that. Outlaws. Yeah, man. All the, all the homies on that. Talib Wali. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Talib Wali. God damn. I forgot yeah, that he did the Talib Wali on there. Havoc. Corrupt. Yeah, 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 shit. That album is fucking stellar, man. Star, uh, star studded, man. Um, what made you want to just reach out to all the homies and, and, and just get them on this one, bro? I just want to show motherfuckers that <clears throat> we as men first, right. we have motherfucking relationships outside of just fucking music and shit. Right. You know, we see each other at places, shows, wherever. It's still all love, handshakes, and pounds, and whatever. Right. So I try to show people that we have a connection more than just a record, you know what I'm saying? Them the genuine homies. So when you reach out to motherfuckers, and to me, that just show the love and respect. Because first of all, I'm fans. Right. I'm a fan of the music first. So I listens to me some yuck. You get me? Right. This ain't the first time we done got out. Oh, yeah. You yeah. get me? Yeah. I, down on my shit a couple of times. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So you got to be a true fan of the music first, and then that gives you the ability to want to work with a cat. Right. And then when you already know a motherfucking spit and they really about their craft, man, you make some beautiful shit, man. So. I, I wanted to reach out to the homies on this record because I thought it was that type of record. Let me go back a little bit, put you back in that back in the day element, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna Definitely. get I'm gonna get back in the day homies on it. And I'm gonna sprinkle them with a couple of lo- new liquors. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, yeah. right. That well, motherfucker. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we all aware of you know certain haters got certain shit to say about certain collabs you got, but you know Dave being my homeboy for right. real, my young homie. How did that collab happen? Because I was surprised. I, I, we was all doing the day the J Stone shit the previous right. day, and we rocking and rolling. And the next day, I seen him with my nigga chill, and y'all, I'm like, oh, nigga, I should slid with y'all to that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I was that was a dope ass collab because that joint my is dope too. Fucking um, chill and corrupt was fucking with my nigga. He was out here at the studio. So Chill and Corrupt was up there. They was fucking with him, whatever. What up, Gotti? And then, uh... Gotti, Gotti! Chill hit me and was like, yeah, we up here with Dave East, man. You need to try to see if, you know, come through. I mean, I was all the way at the crib on some football shit with the kids. So, um, I hit my nigga Dave the next day. Like, man, you know, I'm sorry I missed you at the studio, whatever, whatever, next time. He was like, fuck next time. Send me something. So mm-hmm. I, sent him, I sent him a beat right then and there. Like two days later, he sent it back. Like, man, let's shoot a video. Yeah, that's so, real shit. I mean, he he pushed it forward. You know what I'm saying? And again, that's 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 respect right. for what we've been doing. Right. How long we've been here trying to put our shit down and keep it our flavor. And then you got the little youngsters that come along and they try to pattern themselves in the same flavor of how we got here. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I like that shit. Yeah, that's real me? shit. Yo, man, but uh, that song came with a little hate, man. Yeah, yeah, it came with a little hate. What's up with uh, Faison Love, Big Perm, man, Big Perm. If your name is Faison Love, where the fuck is the love, though? Like, I've been hearing a lot of Faison hate. Like, how your fuck is your name Faison Love? You ain't even love for nobody, bro. 
Period. Like, I heard you say some shit. Did he say some foul shit about Pac? He was like, Snoop could have stopped uh, what happened to Pac because mm-hmm. he a crib. And then and, and, and Faison being, speaking on street stuff, he should know better that no one man can say nothing when exactly. he's that shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit, if you really are a soil politics. soldier, yeah. not even, you don't even have to be a soil soldier. If you just know the lifestyle, I don't know one man could tell a another hood, they business, and whoopty whoopty whoop. So he just be talk. I don't know, I don't hear him, like you say, he ain't supporting nobody. I guess that's the new thing now. Based just, on hate. Just, yeah, based on yeah. Hate. yeah, he, he, he ain't supporting. Yeah, so I, I hit him up in my in the DMs on Instagram because I didn't like what was going around. You know, he, Faison Love checks MC8. And I'm like. I was in a tabloid? Yeah, all you know, everywhere. They, you got to name it something to get that click. Oh, you got to get that click. You got to get that click. When I talk about, when I say everywhere, <laughs> motherfucker, that, that shit was like everywhere. Exactly. So nigga, motherfuckers hit me up like, man, what's up? This nigga say he checked you over Dave Eason. And I'm like, I don't even know this motherfucker. Who the fuck is this? So I hit my man up, you know. I'm like, what's cracking, man? You know, you say you. Ch-. I said, I'm right here, cuz. Well, what's the what's the problem? He like, uh, oh man, eight, man, respect, man, respect. Uh, nothing like that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You the homie. Uh, I'll be bumping your shit all day. He said, I got Hancho on repeat right now, and music to drive by. Stay in my deck. And I said, okay, we'll just keep the music banging in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what the problem is. I'm, I don't check niggas' gang, but that's you. You, you for you from? Yeah, you yeah, for yeah, you from? Yeah, whatever. You, yeah, that's we ain't got saying. no problem. I ain't got no problem with you. So, you maybe you should be conducting that like a grown man. How we used to get out. We had a problem with a nigga's affiliation. We're gonna pull up. Yeah, ain't no, oh, I'm gonna, yeah, then, ain't gonna be and, no tapping. And I didn't, I'm gonna pull up and I'm gonna be like, man, where you from? And Straight I out. I, I didn't really feel like how he was trying to question Nipsey and Dave's friendship. Like he knew anything about them. He like, oh, Nip probably knew he was he was such 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 and he was doing it like this. And he was, I'm like, well, come on, you speaking out of bounds on niggas' relationships with their personal friends. And one man ain't even here no more. It's like everything got clout chased. Yeah, that's, I, to, that's, I told him the same thing. Yeah, that's the homie. That's why I got down with him. Ain't no, it, that motherfucker could have been wearing purple, green, orange. Right. I, he, I got down with him because he the homie. Right. You get me? Off top. My thing is, not, not to stay on this topic so long, but right. me being a dude from Oakland, you know what I mean? I, I don't speak on LA politics. I know it, you know what I mean? But I don't speak on it because I'm not a part of it. Righteous. You know what I mean? I hear all the shit from the street. This is what happened, that what happened. But you think I'm gonna get on my shit and say, hey, little, little, whoop, 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 exactly. and whoop, whoop. The fuck niggas gonna come at me like, nigga, first of all, stay out of gangbang business. Second of all, who the fuck is you? And third of all, we want to see you about something. Exactly. You feel me? Who the fuck is you talking on our street business? So my thing with, with, with comedians and all these people that's trolling, trolling get you swollen, bro. Especially when it comes to street politics. Definitely. So, comedians, man, just keep it funny, bro. Keep Period. it funny. If you ain't yeah. funny, man, like, try yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. One last Period. point on that, how I, he, he probably don't even know. It can it could get real spicy if it don't get cleared up. Because when he said, what he supposed to be from Hampton, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, which is a similar name from where Dave East is really from. So somebody exactly. can take that as you trying to oo-wop to oo-wop. Yeah, you, you trying to play games. You can't do you that. You know what I'm saying? You, that was too close right there. You Whether you knew or not, you need to leave that kind of shit alone because you probably need to That even... situation going to get it handled by somebody yeah. that ain't got nothing to do nothing with Nothing to that. do with nothing. Yeah, yeah. Now you, now you putting the hood front and center and you want to be comedy on the hood? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to show you something. Now you don't have niggas pulling up on you trying to catch you Talk slipping. Why you didn't get the name right? You, right. Nigga. No, you was being funny in yeah. the first place. But you can't be funny on street politics, my nigga. Yeah. That's not funny. Nah, nigga. it ain't funny. It's not funny, my nigga. Definitely if you from the streets and you done lived the streets and you know about the streets, right. ain't shit funny. Ain't shit funny, bro, period. Now you could con- you know, clown about, you know, how you was raised. Hey, we had brick cheese in you know, yeah, little, yo oh, shit. Not about the next man shit. How to first of all, how you gonna tell the next man how to fit? Man, you shouldn't, you can't. Like, how you gonna tell me what the fuck to do? I'm a grown ass man. First of all, nigga, how you gonna tell me who to rap with? So that shit was out of pocket, period. But let's on to the yeah, next. Yeah, on, to the, on next to the next. Shit, yes, sir. We got love, man, period. We ain't got no hate, man. That's so what we got. You keep doing your goddamn comedy, fat guy. But anyway, man, Conway the motherfucking machine, man. Yes, sir. Like you said, man, it's a respect, bro. Like, your, your resume speaks for itself, bro. So I feel that. I don't know how that collaboration happened, but I feel that he was more excited 
Oh, definitely. To hook up and do the song with you. I, um, shout out to Primo. You know, everybody Primo. know my <clears throat> long-standing relationship with DJ Premier yes, go yes. way back. Yeah. So, um, the Griselda Cats, man, I've been peeping them out <clears throat> for a couple of years. They got the streets on lockout that way. Westside Gun's been around for a minute, so I always, you know, I liked it his. He had that, you know, that distinctive. Right, very distinctive. A lot of people don't like distinctive, but I like different shit. So I, I used to peep them out, you know, just blast them here and there. Right. And then uh, Benny the Butcher and Benny Conway. Butch. So my man Primo got down with him. Song. He did a song with him, I think, called Loyalty right. uh, for a project. That motherfucker and is crazy. once I seen Primo, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to hit my man up. Because I, I, I was a fan of Conway. He spit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. He on that real street shit. Right. You know, and I know a lot of people don't like street shit and, and, the, and the dope boy talk or whatever. But you come from that. You, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Products of this shit. Products right. of your environment reach home to certain niggas right. because we're products of our environment. You right. get me? So we know all about that shit. I know what it took when you had to flip it and flop it and yeah, clip right. it and yeah. shop yeah. it and all that. All so right. <clears throat> he's just on that. So I reached out to my dude, you know, as soon as I reached out to him, he was like, man, you beneficial. You get me? You one of them cats that, you know, was foundational. You right. get me? So he was like, man, it's nothing. And again, he was one of them cats, sent him the track two days later. That shit right, right back, back man. Right and Hancho was born. Come on. Then I sent it to Primo, told Primo, man, give me some of that. Man, come on. I need some of that DJ shit, man. Boy, you killed that better. Video's dope as fuck. Yeah, shot it out here, right? Yeah, we shot it out here. Yes, indeed. Man, that motherfucker dope, man. It, it just shows that, you know what I mean? Like all the, the beef that they try to say, West versus East, it ain't no beef. We all connected, man. And oh, East no. Coast really respect the West. And we, really respect, and we respect them. You know? If you're a West Coast rapper and you started way back, you listen to a lot of East Coast shit. You get me? I'm fucking favorites. 12 and 13. I grew up on fucking East Coast rap. Right. That's all we had. We didn't have shit. Yeah, we didn't have, yeah. Period. I mean, you know, we got shit a little later, but before Easy, and N.W.A. and oh, Tush and Fush Todd and fucking Fody and y'all and the, the real gutter niggas. We didn't have shit. It was whatever the radio gave us. Man, we had, yeah. man, we had fucking, <laughs> I call it electrotronic shit. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. We had Siberian nights yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, man. Come on. It's pop locking like a bubble. Man, come on. Yeah, that's it. That's what they had real hip hop. Ice-T was breaking. Yeah, come on. Like how Ice-T was breaking. Yeah, man, we on that electrotronic ass fucking shit. And it took, like, for me, it took Toddy T to come along and started making neighborhood tapes. Yeah. And Todd was basically making mixtapes off of all the East Coast shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Clucks come out at night off of Houdini. Freaks come out at night. Right. Motherfucking, yeah. he made the battle ram off of the rapping Duke. You get me? Wow. That was the first battle ram. Yeah. Right. Uh, shit. Battle they used to bang. Um, that, that, um, that? Toddy T. Toddy T. Yeah. That was it. Wow, Toddy T. the shit out of it. Cause I thought he was part of Two Short Crew. No, Todd, well, Todd, they was, they was from the neighborhood and there used to be him, Mixmaster Spade, and DJ Pooh. And that's who that was. Cause Spade had, they used to bang off that genius of love. Right. Man, that, you know, old school shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, so yeah. that was my introduction to our type of shit. When right. niggas started getting into the realism of, of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the banging and niggas serving and the hoes and all that type of shit. But like I said again, that was our reality. Right. I mean, you listen to East Coast shit, nigga, they was having fun with the music. The, girl, the girls was loving Heavy Motherfuck D, jumping, motherfucking. Dancing like a motherfucker. Yeah. The, girl, yeah. the, girls, the girls, they was loving Heavy D. Heavy D, my big nigga. My nigga, big nigga, get up there and give it to you. Man. I can't do my lip. You got to be a fat nigga to move your tongue like that. No Frank Ocean. Man, motherfucking. LL was rocking the bells with niggas and shit. And Beastie Boys was falling beer and all the niggas. The beast boys. I had that tape. Man, the Beastie Boys, I don't give a fuck. They still the hardest white boys of life. Nigga, hard. And back then, Besides nigga, fuck, Eminem, fuck hard. being a white boy back then. Them niggas was, was hard. Niggas. We was thought hard. they was niggas. We think of, man, we that niggas was hard. Them niggas was slapping niggas in the face with shit. Like, these niggas hard. 
Throw that motherfucking Kool-Aid, grape Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid or that lemon in that bitch, shake it up, shake nigga. Up. Fucked up Sell for a good for a good two fifty or some shit. <laughs> for a good two fifty or some shit. Man, the bottles like this big. Nigga, bro, bring bro, them up with big up. ass bottles, nigga. Fuck you up, bro. Nigga, we speaking up. of that, man. Speaking of how you started, man. Let's take it back to '92, man. Music to drive by, man. <laughs> how did you form? Compass most wanted because I always thought it was just you and Chill, but it's actually four of you. In the beginning, it was me, Chill, and this cat named Ant, DJ Ant C. Right. And uh, we were young niggas, you know. We put our, we had hooked up with unknown. Boom Bam. Boom Bam didn't join the crew till later on. Okay. Uh, it was me, Chill, and DJ Ant C. And basically, we used to just fuck around in Ant's motherfucking garage. Pops built him a studio in his garage. So that's when we decided, fuck it, we gonna, we gonna go this, this rap shit. But uh, we had hooked up with motherfucking Lonzo. Lonzo and Unknown. You know, Lonzo had the wrecking NWA, crew. Yeah. Had record crew. Lonzo had the wrecking crew. Lonzo had the big studio. That's where everybody mm-hmm. would go to try to whatever. In Compton. In Compton. Right. So, we hooked up with some niggas and met Slip and Unknown. And so Unknown saw two young niggas spitting, you know, whatever. So we start fucking with Unknown and put out a single, This Is Compton. We put out this. That was the first one. That was our very first, it was a 12 inch. Mm. We put out This Is Compton and that led us getting signed to Capitol. Mm-hmm. And our first album, It's a Compton Thing, was on Capitol. Okay. And uh, it was me still, Chill, and Ant C. But then, I don't know what the fuck happened with Ant, but they brought Mike T in, DJ Mike T. A little more skilled on the turntables, you get me? Yeah. Mike T was transforming and doing all that shit. So it was very skilled, good DJ. Shout out my nigga DJ Mike T. And uh, Slip used to make the beats. So that's how we got cracking. And then uh, we put out Straight Checking Them, which was our second album. That had the Growing Up in the Hood single on it. Because right. we had just what did. What was the blue tape? The blue tape was our first record. That was It's a Compton Thing. Okay. That was our very first album, It's a Compton Thing. They had a blue cassette. Yeah. So Growing Up in the Hood was on the second album, which was Straight Checking Them. That's, that's the one I was on. That's that the second one. That, one, that's the black background? Yeah, that's the black background with the, with the split and the yeah. Mike T on one side, me on the other side. Yeah. By that time, my nigga Chill had to go sit down for a little bit, so it was just me and Mike T. That was Compton's Most Wanted. Oh. Me and Mike T for, for about, what, three albums. And then Chill came home, that's when we did We Come Strap, and we went back to MCA featuring CMW. Mm. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, that motherfucker boy, legendary crew. But um, when y'all made y'all dismount, it was you. You was the right. dude. And then you'll hear them on songs on the album, but it was mainly you. Definitely. So After was the deal hooked up to where you be the, the lead singer of the group, or was it just designed that you was just... It was just designed because, to keep it honest, I was writing a lot. Right. Okay. So whoever broke wrote the first verse. Had exactly. The first verse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the rules <laughs> back then. Back then. I, I, I was just writing a lot. You right. get yeah. me? Oh, and you know if a or you know if Chill couldn't come with the shit, then I just say fuck it, nigga. I write your shit. Right. Don't trip. Right. So that's how it came about. And because of my nigga Chill having to do his little sit downs. Mm. Epic start getting like, man, you know how them motherfuckers, you know how yeah, corporate right. motherfuckers be. Right. So, and because we were still going by Compton's Most Wanted, right. they felt that was scaring motherfuckers, some people, yeah. the buyers, the retailers. So, right. after I did music to drive by, and then I went to do Menace, and I released Menace by myself, MCH Straight Up Menace, they can't. That was on Jive. No, I went through Jive. Was it on the soundtrack? It was on the soundtrack. Yeah. Okay, so Jive. Okay. Jive owned the soundtrack. So 
we were able to remix it, but Jive owned the song. So we remixed it. Sony made us remix it. Um, that's, that song, I don't give a fuck. That's like your five on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that, that's, that's it. Fucking, that's my, yeah, that's my five that's, on it. That's the one. God, that motherfucker. Whoa. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that was the hit. You know that shit, like G thing. I mean, nigga. all for the money. <laughs> nigga, that's one of the ones super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn, that's your G thing, man. That, that yeah, shit. that straight up menace. It, that, oh that shit took a nigga all over. Oh, no, keep the honey. Yeah, that shit took I a nigga all over. Stop you, you know what I mean? But okay, you did the menace of society now. We so. did, so that's when, um, after I did menace, we was having, you know, everybody go through it. Everybody go through their little label bullshit. Label bullshit, because you realize how much money you realize, you like. I mean, you made for them. Exactly. Yeah. Nigga, where yeah. my money at? And, <laughs> right. and especially if you got middlemen. You got, right. you know, managers and niggas who say they walked you into the label and got oh, the deal shit. and all right. that. If you dealing with that, it's a lot of motherfucking hiccups. Man, so. So I just basically told motherfuckers, like, I'm not recording no more. I just got through doing Menace to Society. So the movie was out, it was cracking. Nigga had a little- Strike when it's cracking. Nigga had a little little roll and shit. So I'm like, oh no, no, nigga, I ain't recording. Fuck what y'all talking about. So that's when I start going around like, I'm not fucking with him. I'm not fucking with him. And I'm not fucking with him. So we need to dismiss all these niggas, then we can talk. Cause it it ain't no more little kid shit. Ain't no more like little with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nigga stuck on the Man, block serving, yeah. and the nigga come along and go, hey, a nigga, here go a chain and a limo ride in the 40, and here you go. Like, nah, nigga, I got kids and shit and bills and shit now. It's right. real talk now, nigga. So, nigga started handling his business, and that made it a little more better because I was able to get rid of motherfuckers, and then I dropped We Come Strapped. And then that's how shit started excelling a little more because now I was able to control more, more of my own career. You get me? Cause them motherfuckers had their hands in you. They didn't want to let go. Fuck it. Hell yeah, you a gold mine, nigga. Yeah, they didn't want to let go. On that movie, nigga. Ah, they holding on for life. They call leeches, man, and vampires, man. They try to suck the blood out you till you're dead. Oh no. Go you, to another motherfucker. You live and learn. You live and learn. If you've been in this motherfucker as long as we have, right. you live and learn. So, man, I'm strictly independent. Whatever it is, I drop it, I pay for it, I shoot the videos, I hire the motherfucker to get me some little magazine write-ups and whatever, and we go from there. You get me? Shit ain't nothing better than ownership. Ownership. Out of all your projects, which was the most fun to do? Like, that shit was just... Lessons was fun. Lessons. Um, Lessons sound like it was fun. Lessons was fun to do. Uh, We Come Strap was fun to do. Because I had just took control over my shit. So it was no motherfuckers looking over my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? A motherfucker drop a $275,000 budget in your lap. And you motherfucking administrating it? Nigga, me. Hey, life is good. Life is good. Like, fuck it. Those albums do got similar vibes, too, far as when you listen to the material. You can tell from the cover. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. That cover was like your idea, nigga. I'm grabbing the eight ball. Yeah, nigga, we moving on you niggas right now. No more interference and shit shaking niggas out the way. Fuck that. Game over for you niggas. Yeah, game game over. You've had your last last meal. Good good luck to you, sir, in the future. Okay, so not the not the overpass. We come strapped. We gonna get back to that. Let's touch back on Menace, man. Menace was a motherfucking crazy ass movie. How did you even get that role? Like, was was you? Did you have like an agency or something? Hell no. I was nigga. I was nigga. I was on your lap. I was on the block, and the Hughes brothers had, you know, they saw the fucking Boys in the Hood, heard the soundtrack. They knew about a nigga, you know, they was in Pomona somewhere, and they was going to school, film school. So they knew about a nigga. Um, They shot all of Pac's videos. 
Right. You know, every, yeah. all his first videos, yeah. the Hughes Keep brothers shot him. Keep your head up. Brenda got a baby. Oh, Holla if you hear me. He shot, they, the Hughes brothers shot he all his videos. Yeah. Yeah, they shot all his videos. So, um, I went on tour because Music to Drive By just dropped. We was on the road. Uh, my lawyer hit me up, said these motherfuckers sent over a script. Want you to come read some shit. And I'm like, I'm figuring like, oh yeah, here come another one. Niggas in there, Boys in the Hood, uh, Juice, uh, Colors. So somebody else finna try to make a hood movie. So uh, he was like, yeah, the Hughes brothers, you know, they some cats out of film school, USC, they live in Pomona. I'm like, whatever. You know, I don't be thinking <laughs> shit about it. Like, yeah. these niggas ain't finna fuck with no nigga like me. Right. Like, I'm not commercialized. Not right. that, not that uh, Pac and them was coming up, but they already commercialized with the movies. Niggas got roles and they yeah. out there. Nigga, I'm a nigga on the corner talking about drive by Miss Daisy yeah, and did. shit. <laughs> niggas ain't fucking with me. Jeff Wish. So, <laughs> I, went, I went and sat down with the cats and read the little shit and didn't think nothing of it after that. Left, caught a plane, went back on tour. Two weeks later, the motherfucker said, come back. So I had to go back. I read for them niggas again. Left, went back on the road. And two days later, nigga, uh, my peoples was calling me saying, okay, you gotta come back to LA because they want to give you the part. So I ended up leaving, going back to LA, and we started getting in the meetings, like little round tables. Uh, Pac was there, Jada was there, Lorenz, Tyron, we was all there. You know, they wanted to get the chemistry of everybody. So we would be in our reading sessions and shit. And you know, my nigga Pac. Um, Pac was Sharif. Pac was supposed to be Sharif. He was supposed to be Sharif. Sharif. And uh, Sharif. he had a, he, y'all know Pac, y'all know Pac. He like, okay, y'all want me to play this Muslim dude and I'm peaceful, right. and I'm not like eight or Lorenz. Right. You know, I ain't rah-rah. Right. They rah-rah, and I don't, so, why am I like this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need a story, at least on that. I need a storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. in place to, make you to show, show motherfuckers why I'm Sharif, the Muslim ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who, <laughs> right. who the fuck I done fucked up, the time you give me? Yeah, I need My some of that, say, yeah. I need some of that. Right. You're not just gonna portray me as this nigga who done went through a tragedy, but the audience can't see it. Can't see yeah. Right. yeah, I need them to see that tragedy to why I'm this dude. And they like, man, we we we're not finna go through that storyline. Right. So, Pac wasn't having it. He he was like, every time we would do the meetings and the reads and it would come for him to read one of the Sharif lines, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> How the fuck is he there, man? Yeah, he <laughs> you why you there, man. He would not. My nigga, boy, that nigga used to have me dying laughing. That nigga, everybody, everybody read, got their little shits open, everybody reading their little parts. Here, here comes come, Sharif. Nigga, next thing you know, motherfucker, you hear crickets in that motherfucker. <laughs> and he be like, Man, but what I'm saying, though, you know what I'm saying. Hey, bullshit. I'm talking about every time, my nigga, until one day we That's showed up and Pac moved. wasn't there no more. Okay. They had brought in Vontae to do it because... Pac wasn't doing it. But they already knew. You yeah. get, in my opinion, it was, a, it, was a, it was a setup for distraction because... Everybody know who Pac is. Right. Motherfucker, you ain't finna just have me playing a, a, a non-explainable character. I'm just a, I'm just a motherfucking drop in the bucket. You bang, he ain't even got a real role. Eight banging on niggas. Yeah, old yeah. dog banging on niggas. Yeah, even Tyron, who fucking getting into it, he banging on niggas. Yeah, you get yeah, me? Yeah. And now I'm the nigga in the corner, like, man, stop drinking 40 ounces. And man, y'all yeah, yeah, and that yeah, poison yeah. and the white devil and all that. Man, he pock like, man, if y'all don't show me killing up about 10 niggas because they killed my brother or some shit, right. yeah, and that's why I turned me? So they didn't want to do it. And they, and they probably felt like, we really don't want my nigga in the project. <laughs> so a way to 
a way to fuck a nigga. And make him not want, they knew he wouldn't accept They Come knew on. he wouldn't fuck with that. If you ask me, it was just, a, okay, we're going to give him this part, and, we know and we're going to go, him. bingo. And then, but then it, it, it fucks up, because then he got an attitude, because now he's looking at it like, oh, you niggas did this shit on purpose. And you mm. got filmed. I saw y'all career with me. I shot all my videos, so I should be... Either, that, uh, on my either. mom, and, and, and that's probably how he thinking. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the dude. I was I'm probably the reason why y'all got the deal because y'all shot a gang of motherfucking my videos. And then the motherfucking new line come in like, oh, y'all want this urban ass movie? And we won't pop it. Get that nigga in it. And they go, mm. They might go, okay, we'll, we'll give him this part. You right. get me? So, and I know damn well if I don't want to work with a nigga, I'm going to get your ass the worst motherfucking part possible. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make you quit. Make you say nothing. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, yeah. you going to be the motherfucking bellhop that opened the front door. But Pockets came from big ass roles. He came from. Big nigga, juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Poetic what's justice and shit. That's what make it so cold. He like, nigga, I just been with motherfucking like Janet Jackson. Yeah, and yeah. He like, I need that old dog part. Right, facts. Or if you don't want to give it to me, then we got to have a little section right. where motherfuckers yeah. going, hey. I killed 10 niggas because they shot up my family, mistaken identity, some hood shit. I went to prison, came out. Now I'm Muslim. Right. Yeah. Now I'm Muslim. Right. Right. Yeah. That would have added up perfectly, man, but they didn't want to do it. Or nah. they would have did the shit. Yeah. Period. But that got their ass whooped, right? Was you there when the fight happened? No, nah, I wasn't there that day. <laughs> oh, you weren't there that day? I wasn't day? at the set that day. <laughs> Pop so, one happened. This wasn't no more Reeds. He just popped up at the oh, set. Oh, no, he just time. popped up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he knew where they were shooting at. So he popped up probably after he heard he was no longer in the movie. Okay. So he probably popped up at the set like, oh, it's like that. That's how y'all like, go. Like, oh, okay. And, so, and they got a relationship. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they got a relationship. Got so a Pac relationship. felt like, oh, I, I, I get to step to y'all. Mm-hmm. Or I get to, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Y'all owe me that. Y'all owe me that little conversation right. because I want to know if this was all a setup from the gate. You right. get me? Why waste my time? That's kind of crazy, man. But the movie is a classic, bro. Yes, it, indeed. I, that shit is on Netflix finally. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just dropped minute. it back on Netflix. It took a fucking minute, yeah, bro. I was, Quarantine. I'm still a DVD nigga. I got like how niggas got bookshelves. Oh, got yeah, definitely. With hella DVDs. Go back to them old school, school hood. Yeah, I'm one of them. Classes. I got motherfucking bands full of DVDs. The, every, mm-hmm. every motherfucking black exploitation, all the Dolomites, all the shit. I got all the gangster mafia shit. Oh, that's the shit. Speaking of gangster mafia shit, man, and speaking of the East and the West Coast, man, Source Awards 1995. Mm. You was there, right? Right. I was there. Besides the tension with fucking Death Row and, and Puff, man, can you explain the tension that West Coast niggas felt in that motherfucking East Coast building on the Source Awards? I know I felt very uncomfortable. Oh, it, definitely. It crazy. From, from, from the first, because I went to the first one, and it was all chill. But that one, that one? It, it was it was high tension. That was the second, so that was the second award. That was the second, second awards. Oh, wow. Yeah, that it was high tension because, like you said, it was in the middle of the the, the bad boy death row thing, right. and then when Suge got up there and did his performance of, of you know kind of mocking Puff, man, it was real high tension. Oh. I think we left after that. Yeah, mm. I got little. I got little. I'm like niggas about to start fucking up. West oh yeah, I think we left. I think we left after that. Yeah, I just, Shit, boom, I and then Pop came and did his little rebuttal. I'm like, yes. Yeah, that was '95, then, right? That was the '95. Yeah, that was yeah. greedy. Yeah, it sounded way. '94, '95. That was '95. That was '95. That was greedy, man. That was greedy time in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Magazine don't give a fuck. You go pull up at motherfucking Jack the Rapper conventions, man. The niggas is getting them up. Oh, yeah. Somebody, man, yeah. it was going down was back going then. Down, <laughs> I was at motherfucking, uh, what is it? Jack the Rapper. Yeah. In, in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the death road and, and, and the goddamn Luke and them went down. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Jack Luke, the Rappers was... put some respect on Luke's name. That's all I'm saying. Nigga, Jack the Rappers the wasn't no joke, man. Yeah. Especially in Orlando. Put some respect it was always in Atlanta. Nah, I just or went to just always in Florida. I went to one in Orlando. It was in different places, though. Oh, yeah, places yeah, they moved places. it around. Okay. It would be in Frisco. It would be in Atlanta. It would be in Orlando. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking of that, I was there 
when you and MCA had, I mean, you and uh, DJ Quick had tension. I seen this man perform and he was pointing a bat at you and shit. Are y'all cool now? Oh no, we real cool. That was a motherfucking hip hop beef moment. You two, how did y'all even start beefing, my nigga? Y'all both from Compton, like how that even, that shit came left field to me. Different sides of the block okay. is how, you know how that went because we, you know, before anything, niggas was trying to represent their hoods. And outside of rap music, that's what you did. It mm -hmm. was fuck some rap music. Right, niggas represented their blocks. Yeah. So to become a rapper wasn't really shit for niggas in Compton. You just you just another hustler with a with a with a, with a bag. You feel me? But as far as hoods go, you don't live that down because you a motherfucker on TV grabbing. The, if anything, nigga, you real targeted now because now you you a motherfucker that so. Our beef started just neighborhood shit, being from different sides of the tracks, and you know, uh, songs getting released. And people feeling like, oh man, that motherfucker might be talking about, about you. Right. Or, or you know, you know how homies is. Homies will get you pumped up like a motherfucker. Oh man, they worse than a nigga tell you, oh yeah, nigga, yeah, that nigga talking about you. And the nigga be like, nah, that nigga definitely talking about you. Nigga. Definitely Next thing sell it. you know, you saying something. Next thing you know, he's saying something. And then they get to the point to where now it's involving outside entities, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. me? Right. I can control what I do. It's just yeah, like he can control what he do. Crew do but I can't control what the seven, eight other niggas want to do who right. feel like yeah. they are offended because neighborhoods are being mentioned and whatever, whatever. And I asked them went from a different side from just rap yeah, It's music. not music no more. You get me? So it took its toll. I'm sure it was a lot of um, negativity behind it. You know, niggas getting hurt and and people, you know, getting stomped and probably getting into vicious fights for their lives and shit like that. But uh, we had to learn that over time, man. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, you get me? Because right. motherfuckers is just niggas just trying to eat, just trying to, you know, continue their legacy of making hip hop music and representing Compton. And, you know, how you gonna do that dead? Yeah, you get yeah, me? Right. So. You gotta learn how sometimes grown men can squash beefs because when the really beefs ain't about shit to begin with, when it's about, uh, you know, adolescent bullshit, Right. I mean, we all went through it. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. I wouldn't trade it for nothing, through. though. We all went through it. Growing up, growing up in the hood and banging side, and all that shit. On that side, I'm on this side. It just would happen. It come with the territory. Come shit. Go. My shit. whole G-Unit beef was just me being on Rap-A-Lot. I'm on this side and you're on that side. Mm. You know, yeah. Rap-A-Lot, um, you know, uh, Jay Prince, right. Gotti, and uh, Shug was, you know, doing that first black distribution company. Exactly. So it was all on, so I'm on this side. So that beef started with just niggas being on that side and that side, you know, not real. I don't know these niggas. I ain't got no beef. So it happened all the time. And I that, on that <clears> real <throat> shit. Just real talk. Regulators. Yeah, that, and then beef you know? is big business in the music at that time. That's where it all came from, that well, whole era. Was that shit as a promotion That shit tool. became like just what him, it was right. doing. Everybody was A lot beefing. of motherfuckers do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of motherfuckers use that beef for promotional tactics, First especially if you... was the best at it. Yeah, because if you the motherfucker who can control it and you got the bigger name or whatever, right. you can use that that troll and that bullshit shit to your advantage. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me Farrakhan got y'all two together and sat y'all down. No. Nah, uh, squash it. We actually, uh, Snoop uh, hooked it up. Oh, mm. yeah. Shout out to Uncle Snoop. Yada yeah. Down. We basically, uh, Snoop was going to do an interview with Tavis Smiley, mm. and he invited me and Quick to come. And so me and Quick sat down with Tavis Smiley and basically just talking about, you know, the streets and Compton and, and, you know, how we, our careers and what was the difficulty and the situations. And after that, I didn't have no more problems with Quick. Right. You know, no more songs about each other. You know, we would see each other in clubs or places, shake hands, smoke a blunt, keep it moving. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. to the point to where I was actually in the studio with him last year and I got out on the Rosecrans project. Oh, did two shit. songs on the Rosecrans project. What? So, That's yeah. legendary. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got down on music. Yeah. yeah. I got to go find that motherfucker. Yeah, I got to go hear that. That's fucking Yeah, uh, Rosecrans, we got out on two songs. So, you know, just showing my uh, maturity in the, in the business and showing motherfuckers that I'm, 
Beefs don't get you nowhere. You right. get me? Say that shit again, man, for the haters in the back. Beefs don't here. get you nowhere. It's better to be cool and liked by many than have beef with one because that one motherfucking speed bump could just fuck you up and have you all out of focus. And I feel like, nigga, if I'm cool with everybody, I'm cool with every motherfucker. So I'm gonna come here, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna travel everywhere, I'm gonna come to your spot, come to your spot. I ain't got no beef with no nigga. That ain't how we gonna make no money. I float, we gonna make money yeah. by floating around and getting all the money. All Can't just money. get one section of it, you Sectional get me? Money, I wanna right. get money from the Crips, from the Bloods, from the Hustlers, the Pimps, the Whores, and then the general public too, you awesome. feel me? Period, because- Civilians. When you beef, you, you, you section yourself off. Yeah. To not only that hood, but those fans. Now, yeah, I'm right. the fans is against you. Mm. You know what I mean? So and then everybody want to prove shit. And whoever's popping, they can fuck up your show money. Definitely. Yeah. want to yeah. book him and, oh, he's going to be here tonight, you can't come, or we can't have you on the same bill. we we'll fuck off money, too. Definitely. want to have y'all on features, oh, you can't be on the same can't song. So it's fucking off money, too. So, I mean, it's cute, but it's not cute. Definitely. I mean, you know, you're definitely supposed to be a man and hold your shit down, but it just fuck up money, man, period. It's not a good look. I suggest you young niggas, man, just, you know what I mean? Call a motherfucker, y'all disgusted, and, and squash that shit. Holler that shit, Especially man. if it ain't no casualties. That's now. a legendary, it's a legendary Casualties take it to another hey, level. That's a whole nother level, man. Mm -hmm. we, gotta, we gotta talk about it. But if it ain't no casualties, and it's just he say, she say, and it's another nigga in your ear, it's, watch out for them niggas in your ear, bro. Them hey, definitely. Yeah, they ain't got nothing to lose. Bro, it be them you, niggas that be pumped. You always said that, he said that, he exactly. said that, he said this. Bro, you know that we're be the co-signers with Fat Joe, because of his bodyguard. Let's go get him, Joe, get him, Joe, get him, Joe, get him, Joe. We had a show with Fat Joe the Lunas. Yeah. And nine Y'all was out there on the East Coast? We was on the East Coast. We was in Virginia. So he had this chick with him. Mm. And he's on stage, and I think we went, we go after him. Or we just went on before him. He goes last. So we come off the stage and you know this chick on the side of the stage and you know she dancing and shit and I'm dancing with her. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So he get off stage and <laughs> we got a booth right next to each other. The bodyguard like, get him, Joe, this is disrespect. He had the girl, get him, Joe, get him. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> get him, get him, get him, Joe. <laughs> and Joe was like, man, get the fuck out of my face, man. He went over there and talked to them like, man, woo, 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 woo. You know, we supposed to be bopping the club up with y'all right now, man. Yeah. But I know you didn't know, man, and whoop, 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 show love and, and spent off, but if he was, mm -hmm. this man's was ready to yeah, tear the fucking... Man, y'all gonna have him. I don't know if it was Big Pun, but it was a little short, big-ass thing. Big Pun was buff back then. You know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't Big Pun, because he used to be Big Pun. He used to be yeah, buff. He was buff. yeah, he was like buff. Like a security man. Was that the terror squad? There was some little fat little, <laughs> little nigga like him, but he was little. Mm -hmm. Get him, Joe. Them was the Flo Joe days. Man, that was ready to fucking bop the loonies up, man. Joe was like, man, he didn't know. You know what I mean? That shit, if I seen a bad chick, you know what I mean, doing her thing, I would have did the same shit, man. No problem, man. Y'all do that. Shouts out to Joe. And then he invited us. <laughs> he had a motherfucking uh, clothing store at that time. Mm -hmm. 15 something. Yeah. 1500, some 1500. And he invited us to his store. We went to his store the next day and got decked out. But saying all that to say this, man, don't listen to them side niggas, man. Definitely. Joe can. listen to them side niggas. It's been a rap for us, mm -hmm. man, period. But um, speaking of listening, man, um, you got a new podcast, bro. Right. Yeah, y'all just did the deal with the Black Effect with Charlamagne, yeah, man. man uh, uh, fucking Gangster Chronicles, Gangster Chronicles, man. Trying to, trying to just do some new things, man. We're gonna keep it on the same level, but you know, I just joined the show to just try to bring in my input about what I know about the, the realness of the streets yeah. and uh, the, the hip hop edge, you know what I'm saying? As far as going back uh, to the days of when music really counted and niggas who getting out of prison or whatever they suffering with, they can relate to the music at the times of what we was making that music about, you know. My project, Music to Drive By, was aimed at that. A lot of homies getting locked up, going to prison, you know, so a lot of dudes would tell me that record would get them through a lot of times in prison, you know, because it was a dealing with a lot of situations, niggas struggling, trying to get ahead, you know, being profiled and can't find a job and the hood taking you under with there's no tomorrow and shit like that. So uh, we just going to try to bring that essence, man, to the show. And shout out to Black Effect and Charlemagne for, you know, even dealing with a motherfucker. Because, you know, I ain't never been on no aspect of trying to be something that a nigga ain't. I'm a real down-to-the-earth nigga, normal motherfucker. So to just hear that motherfuckers want to give people the chance to try to excel to a different level, I mean, that's all good, that's you dope. know, and that's, that's what dope. it's about. 
And it feel like it's reminding me of, 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 of men's society when, when they when you was like, man, I'm a nigga from the block, man. Nobody want me. I don't know what the fuck to do with this. And then they kept calling you, did them reads. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same with the podcast shit. You like, I don't know nothing about this podcast shit, man. What the fuck? And now, you know what I mean? Motherfucker, be yourself. These joints, Yeah, be be yourself. You, man, you being you, man, definitely um, um, uh, um, legendary, you know what I mean, an icon in in the West Coast in hip-hop period. So it's a a win-win. All day, all day. It's a win-win. It's a a win for the coast to have a real inside of town in the city of L.A., with, to have a real voice, not like, you know, because a lot of radio always yeah, got, yeah. got out of town is running. It. A lot of a lot of the radio shits, got <laughs> other people talking about West Coast opinions and what's going on. You have got a real one, definitely. So can't wait to hear some and of that. And then I like it's like we we commentators. It's like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's like the sports ESPN Fox. Fox Sports, when they have the, uh, the, the the retired players, and they speak about the game, and they know about the game because they played the game. Yeah, so right. That's what you get when you bring eight, you know what I mean, to the situation. You know what I mean? You get a motherfucker that not only played the game, but know the game, coach the game, all the shit. You know what I mean? So the game that he brings to the table is more different than the motherfucking spectator. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I seen the interview that they did with uh, with, uh, with um, South Central Cartel. Exactly. Like, they ain't know them dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember when we did this, did that. I got down with Will, a couple songs. Man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you got history. It's like Nori. That's why his shit's so popular, because he got history with these rappers. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know I mean? So that's why uh, 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 Shannon and Skip... Skip, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon Sharp is so dope because he played the fucking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he was yeah, good, yeah. too, he so. was good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't wait, bro. That first episode. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy, good. Bro. Yeah, we're going to continue. get ready. We're going to continue and try to just reach the people and, man, make it crack. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, let them know all your motherfucking social media handles and man, shit. Man, y'all know what it do. Y'all find me... Uh, Instagram, 8 Compton, Facebook, 8 Compton, uh, Twitter, same thing. Uh, the new record out right now, Lessons. Lessons. You know what I'm saying? Get that if you ain't got it. Grab it! 20 banging tracks. Bangs! My boy Yuck Mouth on there, killing yeah. them off, you know, on the real though. On the real though. And uh, that's yeah. what we do, be on the lookout. My boy Chill about to drop a project too, it's called Elephant. So we moving over here, man, trying to keep that Compton going strong. Straight up, man, and thank you again, man, for coming all day, y'all. Radio, bro, we've been we were supposed to have you months ago, bro. But yeah, we, yeah. We was on, on the schedule thing and shit. So, man, thanks for making time for us, man, and shit, man. Congratulations with the new ventures. And yes, that indeed. New motherfucking album, bro. Crag it. We out. Go grab that motherfucker. Lessons. Grab it. Lessons. Oh my mama! On that note, we out this motherfucker. Another episode of Smoke a Lot Radio. It's your host with the most motherfucking culado smoke. Yeah, come out with the illest nigga in Nebraska, baby. Catophonia on my mama. With our guest, Gia. MC motherfucking A. Yada da. Boy, digital soapbox. Smoke a lot radio. Yada da.